Please be seated. Wonderful. That sounded great. Good morning, everyone. It really is a pleasure and a privilege for me to be with you today. Let's see if I have my PowerPoint going. Uh, on, during this mission week, uh, it's very exciting to be with you. Uh, my name is Jeff Ehlers. My wife, Cheryl, is here. And uh, we live in Phoenix, but we've been involved with foreign missions for about 25 years now through a foundation we started about 16 years ago called the Garuna Foundation. So we are very thankful for the kind invitation, Pastor, to be here today for chapel. And so I'd like to share with you a little bit, you know, why are we here? Uh, we served as missionaries in Bangkok, Thailand in the 90s, learned the language, enjoyed the culture. And so we wanted to stay involved with foreign mission work when we moved back to the United States, uh, locating in Phoenix. And so we started a nonprofit, a 501c3, called the Garuna Foundation. And Garuna really just means grace. And so you can think of us as the Grace Foundation. And we wanted to stay involved with our brothers and sisters there. So that's why I'm interested in that part of the world. But more importantly, let's begin with a meditation on missions today from 2 Corinthians chapter 5. It's a familiar passage to all of you. It's really the three we are's of mission that we can maybe pull from 2 Corinthians 5. But before we do that, let's ask God's blessing on our uh, meditation today on missions. May the words of my mouth and the meditations of our hearts be acceptable in your sight, O Lord, our rock and our redeemer. Amen. Thank you. So from chapter 5, verse 17, you probably all know this passage by memory, but therefore... If anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation, they are a new creation, the new has come, the old is gone, the new is here. So, first and foremost, we are new creations. We're new inside. God the Holy Spirit changes us by his word and sacraments, and we think differently. We are new people. A second we are, uh, as we think about missions from 2 Corinthians 5, is verse 18, all of this is from God who reconciled us to himself through Christ and gave us this mess, ministry of reconciliation. How can we be new creation? Because we've been reconciled. We have a barrier. There is a barrier between us and God by nature, our sin. And we can't destroy that by ourselves, by our good deeds, or by our own efforts. But fortunately, God saw our needs, sent his son into the world to be perfect for us, to die on the cross for our sins, to conquer death for us, taking down that barrier that separated us from God, reconciling us to God. So we have peace with God. That's a second we are reconciled, a second we are of missions from this passage. And then let's jump to verse 20. Uh, we are therefore Christ's ambassadors, as though God were making his appeal through us. We implore you on Christ's behalf, be reconciled to God. So we've been reconciled by Jesus Christ, by his grace, giving us forgiveness and eternal life. That makes us new. We're new from the inside out. We think about things differently, uh, not exactly like the world thinks about things. And we are blessed to be given work to do. We are his ambassadors. God uses us as his instruments in bringing that good news uh, to the world. So that's a little bit of background about why we were interested in being missionaries, first here in the United States and then uh, overseas. Uh, as I mentioned, we started this Garuna Foundation, and we really focus our work in this part of the world, in Southeast Asia, Thailand, Cambodia, Laos, Myanmar, Vietnam. 
and as I said, we lived there about eight years, and we really grew to love the people, and, we, and they invited us to stay involved with them as they were asking for help in training and projects and ministry events such as that. But there are about a half of a billion people that live in that area with only about 2% who know Jesus Christ as Savior. And so we really have two primary ways to bring the gospel to the people in Southeast Asia. They've invited us to help them in these two ways. First of all, uh, we are very uh, committed to the training of local national leaders. I mean, I speak Thai, but I don't know the culture that well. You know, I don't know Buddhism that well. I know a little bit about it. But the, the folks that grew up with that know it. And they understand the scripture and they really are, they want to tell the good news to their loved ones and to their families. And so what we try to do is to equip them to do that. They're better at it than we are. They know how to share the gospel in their own culture. So we started a, a curriculum we call the Luther Institute for Southeast Asia. It's not a residential university or anything like this, but it's courses that folks can study on the way leading to uh, becoming a pastor or becoming a deaconess or a teacher or a leader in the congregation. And so a couple of your profs have, have taught some classes there for us. So that's a primary way we try to get the gospel to Southeast Asia. And then second, uh, maybe four years ago, the Lutheran Church in Cambodia uh, wanted to start a ministry to children. And so that's near and dear to our heart as well. So we began starting some schools, some Garuna Christian schools or Lutheran schools in Cambodia. Today there are five that are open in rural areas, working with children that are at risk uh, from many things and, and maybe wouldn't have the funding to go to school. So we have about 550 children that come every day. And these schools are near the churches and the pastors and the church leaders can teach the Bible in our schools. The government allows that in Cambodia. So that's a second major emphasis that we have. And maybe uh, your mission trip around the world might be able to visit that next year. We're kind of talking about that. But now let me try to take the passage that we talked about a moment ago from 2 Corinthians 5 about uh, a new creation, we're reconciled and we're ambassadors, and relate it to how God used that in this uh, gentleman's life. And maybe some of you know him. If you went on the Around the World semester last year, this is Pastor Niron. He lives in uh, Chiang Mai, Thailand, and his wife Esther and two sons, Jabez and Pumjai, and uh, just a delightful man and serving up there. I'd like to share with you a little bit about how God's word worked in his life like we read about a moment ago. Pastor Niron, being from Thailand, 95% of the folks are Buddhist. And so he, in his young adult years, was really searching for God. He was, there was a void in his life. He didn't know what was missing. And like many experienced, like we've all experienced, what is life all about? How can we have that relationship with God? So being a Buddhist, he thought, well, I'll become a monk. And so he took me on a tour of this temple, which sits on a mountain in Chiang Mai, where he served as a monk for quite a long time. And he told me after a period of time that wasn't meeting his needs. There was still a void there that wasn't being met. And so God was working in his life and he met a Christian missionary and that missionary kind of took him under his wing and had Bible study with him and spent a lot of time with Niran. And as Niran began to study the scriptures, as they do, the, the scriptures being a spiritual book where the Holy Spirit works, works faith in our hearts, and that's what happened to Nero. Now, the more he studied the Bible, he, this makes sense to me. This is, 
this makes sense. I, I would like to be a, a believer. I want to be a believer. And the Holy Spirit brought him to faith, and he was converted and, uh, through Bible study. It's, it's amazing to see. And Neron was so hungry for the scriptures that he continued to study the word, and, and he grew in his faith. God blessed him. He, he really understood the, the teachings of the scripture and went through a lot of training, and he became a pastor in the Lutheran church in northern Thailand. And here he's standing in front of Promise Lutheran Church, his congregation in northern Thailand. And he didn't stop. He has a passion for sharing the good news with others. He has a passion for training his own people. So now he's discipling and training young people to become future pastors in the church or deaconesses or teachers. And so he's Christ's ambassador in northern Thailand. He's even working in other countries as a missionary. And so he has dedicated his life to Christ. And then just a couple of months ago, when we celebrated the 500th anniversary of the Lutheran or Protestant Reformation, he pulled together uh, Protestant Christians from the uh, first time ever in northern Thailand at the University of Chiang Mai in this huge auditorium, and over 2,000 people were there to celebrate the rediscovery of the gospel of Christ. So it's amazing how God's word can turn a life around. When we understand that we've been reconciled, God loves us, he forgives us, he makes us new, he gives us eternal life. We are a new creation. And then God gives us work to do. Whether it's a, you're studying to be a doctor, an attorney, a Christian teacher, a pastor, a deaconess, whatever God is calling you to be, we pray that God is putting on your heart, how can you be a missionary in your vocation, whether it's in the United States or overseas? And so thankfully, God has work for us to do. And there's my wife, Cheryl, driving a tuk-tuk, right? In Thailand, you notice I'm not on the tuk-tuk. <laughs> I'm a little bit afraid of driving in Bangkok. But my point is, missions is exciting. It's exciting to have that relationship with Christ. It's exciting to be a new creation. And it's exciting to think about how can we serve God in that way. So thank you for your attention today. Thank you for your interest in missions. And God be with you and bless you in your studies here at Concordia. Amen.